This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 254. And remember, everybody, the business we're in is helping be, people be conscious and choiceful and empowered with their life. That's the business we're in. And we don't, we're not bold enough to say to somebody and go, it's time to make a powerful decision with the life you want. Sometimes we just let people sort of, I don't, I don't mean no disrespect, but we let them wallow in the wondering for too long instead of like coming in and going, okay, here's the deal right? So that's the bold part. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello, thanks for being here. I hope you have had a fantastic week and that you are ready for a show that might knock you off kilter just a little bit, but in the best way. My guest today is somebody who's going to challenge us to think about things a little bit differently, to maybe expand the way that we engage and bring our impact into the world. And we're going to get to that in just a second. If this is your first time to the Star Coach Show, welcome. I am delighted to have you here. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler. And as a professional coach, I am devoted to helping the coaching profession, create the kind of impact in the world that I know all the way down to my toes that it is doing and can continue to do and maybe even do in a bigger way. As an executive coach, I help leaders communicate in a way that honors fellow human beings, creates healthier work environments, and often use coaching tools to be better leaders. As a mentor coach, I work with other coaches to up their game, to strengthen their skills, build businesses that they can thrive in doing what they love, and create the ripple effect through the world. And the Star Coach Show is one of the tools that I use to do that for coaches in that each and every week we talk about something that helps or aids or is useful to coaches in building their businesses, in creating different ideas around their skill sets, and engage with leaders and organizations in ways that can create just a healthier environment within the workplace. And that being said, that feeds directly into what I'm going to be talking about today with my fabulous guest, Rick Tamlin. Rick is inspirational. He inspires people to be their best. I say this from personal experience, working with Rick is an inspirational experience. He teaches that every experience, every emotion, every reaction and relationship is all made up. 
He's an author, an activational keynote speaker, a coactive trainer, and a thought leader in the inspiration business. And he's delivered his message around the world and organizations from all walks of life. Now we'll talk about in the interview today, Rick's co-creation of The Bigger Game, which is a tool that inspires people from all walks of life to get out of your comfort zone and invent the life that you really want. With that, he also has authored a book titled Play Your Bigger Game, Nine Minutes to Learn, A Lifetime to Live. Rick talked about the bigger game with me in detail in episode 165. So if you haven't caught that episode yet, I would definitely encourage you to, you can listen to this episode first. You don't have to listen to the first one first, but I would definitely encourage you to take the time to listen to episode 165 as well. Rick's coming to us as a certified professional coactive coach which is a certification you get when you go through the Coach Training Institute, which is now the Coactive Training Institute, but maybe the Coactive Coach Training Institute. And then he's also an MCC, a Master Certified Coach through the ICF. He's been training coaches for decades, and we are going to have a little bit of a controversial, perhaps, talk about how we can dare to be brave and bold and courageous with our clients to help them live amazing lives. So with no further ado, let's go to my interview with Rick Tamlin. Rick Tamlin, welcome to the Star Coach Show. I am beyond delighted to have you here with me today. I'm thrilled to be back and love chatting with you. And now I love working with you. Yeah, we were just, we were just saying, can I just say like, we, we haven't met live in person, but you know, now we, we work together a bit now. And I just, I said to you, doesn't it feel like we've known each other for like a hundred years? You know, how you does. create relationship right away. Yeah. You know, and let me just, I know I'm jumping in really quick, but I just want to say relationship and intimacy is a choice. It's not time-based. You just choose to connect. Connection is a choice. I don't have to learn about you over time. I learn the data about you over time, but to be in relationship with a person is a choice. Anyway, opening. And, it, and for some, um, would you say for some, it's like more instantaneous mm-hmm. than for others, it, just because of energy fields and the way that we show right. up and the way. So it was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say that within three minutes of our interview before, and for those of you who missed Rick's first interview. You don't want to miss it. You want to go back and listen to episode 165. We talked about the bigger game and um, playing the bigger game. And that is a program that Rick is famous for. Today, I wanted to have Rick back for a couple of reasons. A, because the difference for me between episode 165 and episode, this episode, which is going to be 254, wow. I think. Well, congratulations to that, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. This commitment, consistency, right? Absolutely. It, and, and it has been, it's been really wonderful. The difference is that A, I met you at the moment of our last interview. Mm-hmm. And now I've had the opportunity to work with you as my coach, which has been such an Mm. inspiring, wonderful journey. And I will say again, 
as I say again and again, if you're a coach and you believe in coaching, you need to have a coach. Let's start with just who the heck are you, Rick Tamlin? And what is the kind of work that you're doing right now? Right. Well, thank you. I, I, uh, okay. Who am I? That's just a big, right. We can, that's a, that's a whole workshop unto itself. Let's see. Who am I now? I'm, I'm a 62 year old guy, gay man. I'll come out about that right out of the gate because of, by the way, being out with yourself and being out with your good work in the world is a part of what I help other people do is to out your good work in the world. But anyway, that's uh, the work I do is I coach, I train, I speak. I wrote a book called play your bigger game. So I'm in that like Many of you who are listening, we're in the transformational space. I've been doing this for like 28 years now. An early adopter, and I feel very proud of this, with the Coaches Training Institute, which is now called Coactive Training Institute. An early adopter in that system and have trained coaches now for 26 years globally, corporately, I won't go down the list of corporate clients, but so many people are interested, as you all know, if you're listening, because you are probably one of these people now, are interested in becoming a coach, having coach-like skills in your tool bag. Leader as coach is a huge training I've done for years. Um, So that's what I do. That's what I be. I've had this incredibly multinational uh, sort of organic business uh, for for uh, like 27 years now and feel very blessed to be in this space of growing people's consciousness, growing people's businesses, growing people, because by the way, I think they go together hand in hand, right? Mindset before tool set, right? Um, so that's who I am. I don't know if I've answered the question good enough, but it's that's the, what I'm all about and I think you've done a beautiful job answering the question. <laughs> and and so when yeah. we get together with like-minded people and begin bouncing ideas around, similar themes come up and something that I know you're passionate about and I'm also passionate about is how coaches need to get yeah. into the world and as you said have bolder agendas. Yeah. So what what is that premise all around? And when you say bolder agendas, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So uh, I honor all the the language of what it means to be a coach. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole too much, but I think this is my experience. And I don't know why as an early adopter, I, I, I got really clear in the beginning, what do I believe? What am I about? And what do I want for people? So in the coaching traditional tr- coaching tradition, or sorry, that's too many traditions in one sentence. In the, in the coaching space, you know, the agenda comes from the client, right? Of course. And let's kind of call that the, the details of life. You know, I want a different job. I want to make more money. I want a different car. You know, like the agenda comes from over there. That makes sense. But, and as coaches, we actually have to hold, what is the bigger agenda I'm holding for people? And so you, the distinction to make a sort of little A agenda, big A agenda. And I'm a guy that I want to help coaches decide what is the big A agenda you have for humans. So when you're on a stage or you're in a room or you're in an elevator, you get to tell people and go, here's what I'm all about. Here's where I think humans need to go. Here's what I believe about how we become better fill in the blank, leaders, trainer, whatever the context is of your work. But so it's the, what is your core belief about how life works better? And I know if you're trained by any of the coaching schools, there is a philosophical underpinning 
to all of those coaching schools. And, you know, Coaches Training Institute has one called, you know, fulfillment. What is What are your values? What are the perspectives you live from? And what is your emotional sort of capacity? Mm-hmm. We'll go into the details. I know every school has one. And I think where coaches need to go is to, re- to say out loud more and train and speak and tell, here's how I think life works better. It's behind the curtain of mindset stuff. I want to help coaches and, you know, kind of move from here's the distinction, not move. It's a yes. And Mm -hmm. add to their coaching sort of hat, another role called thought leader. You've all heard that term or wisdom guide. Mm -hmm. And to be able to say to people, here's what I believe. Here's what I hold for you. Here's what I want for you. Here's what I believe how it works. And, you know, that's, one could go, oh my God, that's telling. It's not telling the details, but it is telling the sort of philosophical underpinning. In my program and in my, uh, in my event, I've come up with a new concept that we're going to play with this year called What's Your Signature Philosophy About How Life Works? Okay, sign me up. I'm already excited about that. Right? Yeah. When you even think that, what is my signature philosophy? Now, any any, you know, religions have them, right? It's like, well, why can't we? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't think we're bold enough when we, we don't say, here's what I believe about how life works best. Well, and I, I think for some of us, we know that and maybe we hide it or we push it yeah. down. Yeah. And then for others, maybe even being given permission, permission. or, or yeah. like challenge to think, what is it? So yeah. that we can pull it forward and we can live it. And so live it, say it teach it. And I think, again, let's kind of go to the, the hat, the roles we play. You know, we've got coach, trainer, speaker, author, teacher, you know, it gets very like, oh my God, what, and I remember training this inside organization. They're like, well, am I a mentor? Am I a coach? Am I a trainer? And I would go, everybody take a big, deep breath. You're of service to the human over there. <laughs> if you have a teaching moment, God bless. If you have a telling moment, God bless. If you have a questioning moment, that's so don't like it's just don't worry about the role you play. When you're committed to a person's life and you're committed to their life being amazing, don't worry about the role you play. That's your that's your ego trying to figure out what am I doing instead of what I'm doing is being committed to that person and their life and the life they want. So we get all caught in the role. Oh my God, am I coaching? Am I training? Am I speaking? Am I? uh, And I'm like, oh my God, that's all about you. Who cares? So within that, we can get so wrapped around the confusion and the the labeling that we're not getting out there. We're not correct connecting. We're not in service to anybody because we're spinning around our own agenda. Yeah. And we 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 here's what we tend to do. I'm gonna be a we, you know, people ask you, what do you do? I am a coach. Okay, that's the role. First of all, from a listening perspective, from the listener's viewpoint, that is so not interesting. I don't mean to put the, you know what I mean? But our culture needs the, what's the role you play? I'm a lawyer. I'm a teacher. I'm a doctor. I'm a nurse. I'm a coach. I want to ask, I'm going to tell all of you, by the way, here's, and we do this, I do this at the event every year. I've done it every year. It works every time. This is a tactical thing to do. When somebody asks you what you do, if you're a coach, don't answer with coach. You go, well, before you tell, before I tell you what I do, let me tell you what I'm all about. And then you start talking. What I'm all about 
is having people figure out what matters to them and going for the life they want to go for and taking bold actions in, in service of that, making making choices that are outside of your comfort zone. And in my language, because I wrote a book called Play Your Bigger Game is help you play your bigger game with your life. That's what I'm about. Now, how you buy that is one-on-one. Some people call that coaching. That See how right you- there, that tidbit that Flip it. Rick just gave us answers a hundred questions that I get every couple months. Yep. How do I tell people what I do? How do I engage yep. when people say, what do you do? Because I say a coach and they say, what sport? Or I Correct. say a coach and they're like, what is that? Oh, so you're a life coach. Well, no, I'm actually an executive coach. Well, then, you know, and then you get into yeah, label, guess it, label so you get batting into the spin, back and right? forth. Yeah. 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 Was it an executive coach? And was that like a life coach? And is that, exe- is that only for executives? Because I mean, you and I all know, and everybody who's listening, all the executive coaching I do, what do they talk about? Their life. life. 99% of what they talk about is their home life. You know, it starts off with my team and my boss, and then it goes to, but can I talk to you about my teenage kid who hasn't been in school for the last 19 months? And I'm about ready to like, I don't know what to, I mean, right. I'm naming right. what's happening during this time period during right. COVID. So it goes right to life stuff. Right. And remember, everybody, the business we're in is helping be people be conscious and choiceful and empowered with their life. That's the business we're in. And we don't, we're not bold enough to say to somebody and go, it's time to make a powerful decision with the life you want. Sometimes we just let people sort of, I don't, I don't mean no disrespect, but we let them wallow in the wondering for too long mm-hmm. instead of like coming in and going, okay, here's the deal right? So that's the, that's the bold part. Now that's timing. There's times where people just need to wallow for a little while, you know, but as a founding, founding is the wrong word, but as an early adopter, you know, my earliest coaches, they were, I'm not saying this is where the industry should be now, but they were in my face with life choices I was making that were sort of not serving me. You know, they would witness, they would hear me talk week to week from my coaching calls and then go, okay, do you get that if you keep thinking of life like this or make choices like this, you're headed for this? Do you see that? And I was like, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to get too personal, but it was right. life-changing for a person to say that. Right. Because I couldn't see it. And I think that's the other thing great coaches do is they say the stuff that the client can't see. And I think even as we were talking about this, we say it, we present it, we're not necessarily attached to what the client does with it. Right, right. But if we're not saying it, if, if we see and experience yep. something and we're not sharing that with our partner, the yep. client, so what, what service is that? How is that serving the other person? Yeah. So many times in coach training world, I still train coaches, still love training coaches for the Coaches Training Institute, feel very honored to do that. There'll be, here's, here's it's just fascinating how this happens. There'll be, people will do a sample, they'll do a coaching and we'll train a concept and then they'll go off and coach, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll be listening in. This is when we were in rooms live. Now it does all happen on Zoom, by the way, just to, mm-hmm. not to do a commercial moment, but I'm so proud of our industry and certainly proud of the coaches training institute. They've been able to shift from a live in-person to an incredibly dynamic Zoom experience. Now, my event is the same. Like, I'm so proud of us that we have figured out how to keep this going. You know, I thank don't know you, how Zoom. many coaches have told me that this, this past this year was their best year ever. Best year ever. Well, all of a sudden, people don't have to get in cars and they can, I mean, we know the gift of it, right? So, you know, 
But my, my point of this was they have a coaching session inside the mm-hmm. coaching workshop, right? And then we have them debrief at the end or give feedback, you know, and they'll go, okay, the coaching, we'll say the coaching stopped. And then the client will say, you know, well, what I wish, I wish I'd had more of this and you've done more of this. And the coach will say, yeah, you know, what will happen is in the feedback session mm-hmm. should have been the coaching session because it gets real and raw. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, no, I had this thought I was going to say that. And I just didn't think I should say and I thought, oh no, that's the coaching. Yeah, that's the coaching part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because oh, it's I, like all of a sudden I'm in a role called coach and I can't say these things. And, and then all of a sudden it drops into real. Let's get real at wrong. What worked? And, oh, you know, when you said that, I was all twisted. And where's the, that's really coaching. When the, you say something to the client, they go, I got a little twisted by that. Oh, good. What, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Good it's, coaching is not a nice conversation. And being be so mean. tenuous and so right. posh. And so we've all probably been there before Correct. where we're like, oh, is that right. particularly if we're being recorded and we're turning mm-hmm. in, I understand people get all yeah, turned up on that. And right. I get it. I totally get it. Totally um, what do you see yeah. opens up for coaches who step into this bolder place? Yeah. And this bolder sort of, let's, let's add the role called thought leader, wisdom guide. I'm playing with this language. Like it's, it's like an additional hat. And, and let me add this other hat called author. Like for those of you that are listening, if you were to write a book coach, what would you write about? There's your, there's your signature content. There's your signature philosophy. And I, you know, just to get pragmatic for a second, and hold the question, I realize I'm going a little tangential, but the most success, the most very successful coaches usually have written a book, not like everyone needs to, but I love helping coaches kind of shift from the coach role to thought leader role to, oh, I have a book in me. I have a philosophy. I have a workshop in me. I have, I want to do Facebook lives every day. So what was the, you had a question that I don't think I answered. I just said in your experience, when coaches kind of embrace the concept of being bolder or just showing up with their clients towards that amazing life, what happens for the, like, how does that shift things for us? The client and the coach or both? Both. Yeah. I think it just raises the bar of, I think it actually moves people from a possibility to more of a probability of it, it's a, it's a, I know I, when I get off a call where I've sort of let it rip and I want to be really clear here, it's not all the time. It's not absolute every call. You know, there's been many calls these last months of people losing people. So there's tears. So I want to be careful that, oh my God, he's like in your face all the time. Mm, No, but I think the whole, the holding the bigger agenda raises the, it raises the, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a little metaphysical for a second. It raises the vibration. It, it raises the, everybody just feels better. If you go economically, when I'm paying really good money for that coaching call, man, I like, I don't need 30 minutes of meandering. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I want my coach to go in, you know, tw- five minutes in and go, okay, so here's the deal. Here's what I see. You know, one of my corporate clients, here's a tip, love, love this concept corporate client many years ago, you know, he, he was very appreciative of the questions, but he also said, I need more statements from you. You know, like the questioning is very much in the coaching space because, but I need more authority and statements from you. So he said, I want to design something with you. He said, I want you to think about me 30 per sec, 30 seconds before my call. I said, no problem. I said, I think about you more than that, but 
I will mm-hmm. definitely give it attention 30 seconds. And he goes, whatever comes in about me and my life or my work, I want you to just tell me anything and everything. And just, and so we'd get on the phone and go, okay, Rick, what do you got? So his, his, it was fascinating. The design was him telling me to tell him what I thought about whatever came in, like an intuitive hit. Right. And right. it would dance between work and life and kids and marriage and, you know, all the big topics, right? I'd go, mm-hmm. you know, what came in for, as an example, I'd go, mm-hmm. you know what the word that came in for you to, for me today for you is intimacy. And I don't mean necessary sexuality and all that, but I mean, like, how's your relationship life in your work and your, you know, and I remember him going, Oh, okay. You just didn't even know that was on my radar, you know? And then we went down that path about building better relationships at work, building better relationships with his kids. So it was one of those big bucket topics that sort yeah. of tentacled into his life. So that's an example. Of, of a thing to do with your clients. And right. for some of you, if you're hearing that, that's a, that's a design. You can tell them, you know, I'm going to think about you before the call and I'm going to say something. And it either activates something or it doesn't. And either is okay. And either is okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, I want to make a distinction. I use the word activate, not trigger. This is a, I think great coaches, by the way, make great, make great distinctions. So trigger for me is sort of like a trauma is triggered. Mm-hmm. Activate is like, well, that's interesting. Let me look there. It has a pull mm-hmm. and a trigger, sort of an opening. A trigger many times can have a shutting down. Right. Activate to me, even the word, I see yeah. like little lights go. I see like, yeah. you know, the, yes. the brain just activating into all these lights, all these places yeah. that it could go. Yeah. Yep. And so I just want to offer that to all of you who are listening, like, oh, my job is to activate their creativity, activate their their future selves to, to make things real. The other thing I want to offer is a word, one of my favorite words. It's not like I, millions of people have, this is a cool word in the coaching in the, in this, in this space is creative and create. So here's a core philosophy. We are born as creative beings, period. We are here to create, create families, create businesses, create money, create gardens, create bread during COVID, humans need to create. It's in our wiring. It's in our DNA. It's in our consciousness. It's in our... And so I believe as coaches, our job is to remind people of that, that your life is a reflection of your what you're creating. And that can be confronting. Well, I didn't create that. Well, you know, if you look way back and pull way back and fly way above, it's like, huh, what is my part in this thing that is in front of my life or in my life? What that moves people from is sort of a victim life is happening to me perspective right. into a space of life is happening with me or for me even or through me, which is a huge perspective shift. It is. It really is. I remember reading Success Principles by mm. Jack Canfield, oh, 100 years ago. And yeah. his very first success principle is you are responsible for everything, everything. that happens in your life. Yep. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and of right. course, you immediately go to like, well, it couldn't be like, you know, but then if you yep. just allow that to sink in and, yep. and realize it's actually pretty empowering. But yeah, I, I remember thinking, really? So but that's, that's a great exactly example. I love the Jack Canfield example. That's an example. So he's not necessarily a coach, who I think he is now. His first role was motivational speaker, helping humans take more responsibility with life. That was his core belief. Like, that's my job. 
mm-hmm. is to help humans take more responsibility with their life. So I think, by the way, the coaching industry is birthed out of self-help books and motivational speakers, and it moved towards now it needs a conversation. And as soon as you take self-help books and motivational speaker concepts and put them into a conversation, there's the coaching industry. And so I'm helping coaches realize, what's my motivational talk? What's my self-help book that should be? And when you get clearer on that, then your practice grows because then you're able to speak into the world. This is what I believe. And then people go, I like what you believe. And you're going to help me with my life from that belief system. Yes. Great. Sign me up. What a beautiful, that's a beautiful segue into, to what you offer. But I just want to, right before we go there, point out the other important piece of that is the clearer you get as the coach and what that core philosophy is, what it is that you want to help clients transform and believe and and create amazing lives around. That's what attracts clients. Not this just like, I can coach anybody around anything and and I'll just ask you questions and you'll bring your wisdom up. I mean, I get that. And I, and I'm not poo-pooing the philosophy of the importance of being able to pull from the other person. I totally get Believe yep. it, teach it. I get all that. Yeah. And yes, and right. Yes, and. And when we think about and how do we create amazing lives as coaches and build the kind of businesses we want and do the kind of work we want, we got to know what the heck we're, what is it that is our bold statement? What is it that is our yeah. belief? Our stand, our, our core beliefs about how life works, our, you know, and I, again, you're, I make up that the folks who were listening, many of you are trained by particular schools of coaching, mm-hmm. which are based on a particular philosophy of life, or sometimes it even might have a spiritual component to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing I want to offer the tip inside of that is talk about that philosophy more, train it. Like when I bring on a new client who doesn't know about coaching at all, I go, so I want to walk you through the core beliefs about how I believe life works better. And this is borrowed, by the way, from the coaches training. Institute. I learned it and I hold up their book and I'm very proud. So I'm actually in trainer mode, right? Usually that happens, by the way, I do a sample session and about three quarters of the way through the coaching session, I go, okay, I got it. I know why you're here. Great. Now I want to tell you the philosophy of what I believe and that see if we're a match. And that now the hat is sort of training, teaching, and they're like, oh, yeah, most of the time it's, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't think and we do that. It's enough. okay if it does. So that's once again, discovery right. calls are not necessarily to sink, to cinch the business. No, it's to right. determine, is yeah. this even somebody that we want to cinch the business together? Yeah. And sometimes it's not. Yeah. And I, often I can, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to your point of this, the sort of the discovery or sample session, or um, I like to call them I don't know if a sample session, they're not, they're not a, they're a sample, but they're really a session. It's like, mm-hmm. like we're starting, you know, like, you know, this is like a, a first start, you know, but on that call, I, again, I think what I've noticed over the years, people are, are tentative and don't want to upset. And we're there to upset business as usual. We're upset. We're there to, to pull them out of a comfort zone, to have them think, you know, um, so we don't, we don't go soon enough. We don't say stuff bold enough sooner. An example, 
people love examples, right? Many years ago, a sample session, never met this woman, was referred to me. She gets on the phone, you know, hi, welcome, hi, you know, what's going on in life? We do the standard sort of kidding, you know, and about, I don't know, six or seven minutes in, you know, she's kind of ranting and raving about life, you know, this, and then this happened and then my life and my marriage and my work, you know, and and about six, seven minutes in, I go, okay, you got to stop. I said, you just have to stop. (laughs) I said, I'm a little nervous to say this, but I have to say this to you. I just want to get you to realize that right now, and you might need to clear it out, but right now the victim energy coming off of you is at about a 4,000 watt light bulb. So I'm not calling you a victim, but it is, you're just loaded with victimness. Okay. There was silence for about 30 seconds. <laughs> this is early on in my practice. And I was like, Oh God. And you, you know, guys I are thought, on the phone. So you're not, you're on the phone, right? There's yep. no zoom. I can't see what's happening. I'm, I'm waiting for the click and the, you know, to be a dial tone. <laughs> Finally, she goes, I hate you. She literally said, I hate you. And you're hired. I need a person who's willing to cut through my crap that fast is what I need. Nobody's ever done that to me. I kind of knew I was a victim, but for you to say it and see it and name it within seven minutes, congratulations. That's the coach I need. Wow. So is this an example, right? I mean, it was scary. Oh my God, have I upset this person? But you know, you call it, you kind of call it, you know? So that's for me, that's boldness. That was boldness at the time. Now it's, And I want to offer a tip. If you just heard what I said, everybody, I didn't call her a victim. I didn't say super clear. And you were really clear with her about that. Right. The victim energy coming off of you. Well, how you're being right now is victim-y, you know? And so she's, so that's a distinction to offer people. It's like, you don't call them the role. You don't call a client the name. You sort of give the essence of their being right now. So then they can be with it and go, oh yeah, right. I am being that because Everybody's a victim at some time. We all have a victimness in us. And she was just demonstrating it. Okay. That was a little bit of a. Oh, I love that. But it's, I love it's the that diversion. Yeah. A little boldness, right? Right there. So you talked about yeah. that your shift recently. I mean, you, you will always be the bigger game. You always challenge yeah. people into playing the, the biggest game that they can play. Yeah. And that's shifted just a little bit for you. So what's the work? How are you kind of melding that into the new thing that you're doing? Yeah. So, well, to your point, let me connect the dot this way. So Bigger Game, and I want to really give credit publicly, co-created, the name was created by Laura Whitworth. God bless her and rest in peace. She has passed on. One of the co-founders of the Coaches Training Institute and early adopter of the coaching industry. Um, She and Thomas Leonard and Karen Kimsey, there's sort of these players who were making up this industry and creating schools. So the bigger game, and I'll try to make it really brief, but it came out of a philosophy noticing clients who were up to something bigger than they knew how to do and were committed to something outside of self were actually making bolder choices and taking better care of themselves, taking better care of their relationships, and were actually making more money. We said, and we made up this term, oh, that they're playing a bigger game. And we made a model. I'm not going to go down that path. But to your point, she and I started to have a philosophy, turned it into a model. Here's the simple model, turned it into a book. All of a sudden, now I'm known in the world for this philosophy. Mm-hmm. And she was too. And then we brought it into companies and it became wildly successful inside a number of Fortune 50 companies and was thrown, uh, flown around the world. 
by, you know, amazing. It just became a, you know, it became a teaching, it became a philosophy. Coaches used it in their practices. Leaders used it in their thinking. My point of this is it put me on the map because it's a thing. It's a philosophy. It's an idea. It's a book. It's a workshop. So I realized I, I was a coach and I was a trainer, but I had stepped into this new role called thought leader with an idea and a philosophy and turned it into something. And now I want to help other people do that. Like, I want to help other people figure out what is that thing? Again, not that it has to become a book, but book is a good metaphor. If you were to write a book, Meg, mm -hmm. as a coach, what would be your thing, right? And then all of a sudden people want to work with you. People want to play a bigger game. Notice the marketing energy. People want to play a bigger game. I want to work with you versus I'm a coach. Well, I don't know what, what does that mean? You're a, I don't care, but I want to play a bigger game with my life. Well, what does that mean? And then I have this philosophy. It's in the book and I give them the book and go, here's what it means. You're like, oh yeah, sign me up for that. So now I'm in the business. In addition to doing traditional, somewhat more executive and leadership development coaching, I now help people figure out what is your version of that? What is your thing that wants to turn itself into a book? Not necessarily a book. Right. But your thing. But a training, a, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's your philosophy in a form that people could buy it. And so back to the answer I gave earlier about when you tell people what you do, I want people to have a really good answer when, you, when they say, what do you do? You go, well, before I tell you what I do, let me tell you what I believe. That's where you would say your philosophy, your thing. And then you go, and here's the marketing and the business side. And you know how you buy that? It comes in a book, $6.95, $12.95. It comes in a workshop. It's a two-day workshop, right? It comes in a, so it doesn't matter the right. packaging. Right. And now all of but a sudden you have streams clear, of income, yeah. right? And, and I help who people doesn't want that? that? Who doesn't want that? Exactly. Because I dare say as many, many, the most successful coaches, I believe, have multiple streams of income from coaching, from training, from speaking, from selling books, from selling workshops, there's multiple streams of income. And I know many coaches are ready to go to that next level of, I actually want to train some stuff. Most and of my clients- I've got all these ideas and what correct. do I do with them? And, and that's the time that you think, and who could I partner with to help me get clear about this? And that's so, exactly the business I'm in. So that's it, why it's called Produce You. We help produce you. So you guys get what I'm about and what I help people do now is, you know, help, help, transformational people in the transformational space get clear. What's the thing? How do I sell it? What do I, how do I talk about it? You know, messaging, marketing, all that good stuff. So the event I've created, and we're now in year three of this, wildly successful. I do love doing it. Okay. It's called Produce You. Here's, here's a little, <laughs> like, Produce You. Um, and I'll just be really, here's our little catchphrase, where passion means business you know, bringing your passion and really turning it into a good, solid, viable business. So the event is a three-day experience of helping you coach, trainer, speaker, author. And if you have a desire to be one of those people, really get clear on that. What is my philosophy? All right. And then it, you know, I'm not going to go into my timeline too much, but it's all the, the domain and the agenda of this is get some clarity with that get it out into the world faster and start to understand how to be more of a magnet and an attractor to have more people in your world, more people in your business. As you and I both know, Meg, it does, we are constantly having to be in front of people. 
and we're not, most of us are not in front of enough people. Right. And I'm going to be really transparent on this. Like for those of you that are listening, we are, I'm going to say messaging and marketing and showing up all the time. If you want a sustainable business, right. 50% of my week is free. They don't just, they just don't find me. They got to be out there. You've got to be out there. People do not know that you exist or what you believe or what you're bringing forward. If you're sitting in your office, hoping that, okay, my website is going to bring everybody in. Yeah. Just a really very pragmatic. The website now is sort of, it matters about 10%. Website is the confirmation tool. Now it's not the find me tool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all on social media. I don't want to get into that, that, that bailiwick too much or that down that, that rabbit hole. But, but I want to offer this idea that, you know, produce you this, this, this word produce coaches don't think like producers. They just, we don't like, but we, so to your point, we partner with you in these three days. And then for some of you, you want to stay with us and work with us for a year, you know, like, no kidding. We're going to produce your work in the world and help you get it out there consistently. And I'm going to go right to the economics for consistent income. Right. And my core belief on that one is, you know, up your impact will up your income. Some of you've heard that phrase. Great phrase though. Right. So how can people learn more about produce you? Yeah. So produce you, here's where you go. Produce you event. Y O U, not the letter U. produce you event.com. There's a video, there's all the explanations, you know, what it's all about, the registration page, all that stuff. We're proud of our website to explain it. And I want to offer all of you who are listening, if it's, this is October 6, 7, 8, 2021, because we're friends and, you know, Meg, you're in my world. So we'll do the, we'll do a deal. It's $97 normally for three days. Here's the deal. If you order before midnight tonight, remember that, remember that commercial <laughs> yes, yes. on the registration page, there's a coupon box. And if you put save 50, S-A-V-E five zero, save 50, save $50, it's $47. So diggity dog, a, a bargain. You know, this is a, a marketing moment. I do want to say it's great for coaches. Mm-hmm. It's because it ups the game on what are you really about? And I believe cosmically and spiritually and metaphysically, when you get clear and solid and proud about what you're about, then the world finds you. It just, what it just a happens. Beautiful, what a beautiful way to wrap up what we're talking about. We will have links for connecting mm. with Rick and produce you event and the whole nine yards on the show note page, Rick. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Coach, for coming on and sharing your special sauce with us today. Well, and right back at you. Thank you for, uh, Meg, for being a voice of, you know, raising the bar, going to the next level. Because if, if, if we're not an industry of going to the next level of raising the bar, then what are we? Right. And we need voices for that. We need thought leaders for that. We need people who push the envelope. And I know you're one of those people as well. So, and for those of you that are listening, I just want to end, end with you for a second. Thank you for the work you're doing. Like, seriously, you are having conversations with people that matter. And people are hungry for talking about what matters. And you, me, all of us coaches, and we are helping people become more conscious of what matters and become more responsible with making that mattering real. 
So thank you for doing that work. It is not for the faint of heart. It is for the full of heart. Beautiful. You know, after talking about the different ways that we can show up, the different hats that we can wear, the ways that we can both support and challenge our clients and dare to be a little bolder, I just wonder what thoughts are going on in your mind now as we wrap up this interview. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to leave a comment at starcoachshow.com or send me an email direct at meg at a focus on results.com. And let me know what you think about daring to be bold. Now, if you'd like to know more about Rick Tamlin and be able to check out the Produce You event, remember that discount code of save 50 so that the cost of gets cut in half if you're interested in attending his event. All the links for that, all the things to connect with Rick are at starcoachshow.com slash 254, starcoachshow.com slash 254 in the show notes. Check it out, look things over and see, do you want to get out in the world in a bigger way? This might be exactly what you've been waiting for. Now, I invite you back to next week's show as I am going to be visiting with marketing expert, Ann Bennett. And we're going to be talking about how to make marketing fun, which might seem impossible, but I promise you, she was so much fun to spend time with. and She gave so many strategies. You're not going to want to miss the show next week. If you are enjoying and getting value from the Star Coach Show, consider leaving a rate and review wherever you listen to the show. Those rates and reviews, I promise you, are what draw other people into the show and also directly invite your friends or people that you know would benefit from the show right to our link and let's help everybody create their impact in the world. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler. I wish you the very best for your coaching success. Have a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself, be loving to others, and we'll see you next week.